0: Praise the Lord. Today, we want to start by giving God thanks for his mercy and his grace. And we want to go into our order of prayer, which is Matthew chapter 6. When you pray, close your door and go into your room and pray to your Father, which is in secret. And this is how you start prayer. So if you don't know God, this is how to begin to know God. Our Father, who art in heaven, holy be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from all that is evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Glory to God. Did you know that Matthew chapter 6 talks about prayer and how you should prayer. So even if you're not knowing of the Holy Spirit, you can get to know God and be filled with his Holy Spirit by practicing how to approach God in prayer. And he, Jesus gave us an example of how to approach God just to, to learn how to pray, because he said, this is how we were supposed to pray so that we don't keep repeating things as if God is deaf or God is not able to understand what you're praying. He said that God knows what you need even before you need before you pray it or you know it. Now, when you get filled with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit actually um, intercedes um, on your behalf in the spiritual realm. That's why it's very important to be filled with the Holy Spirit, as Romans eight talks about. That's the only way you know you belong to God. But on your journey there, let's let's see what God says in Matthew chapter six. Um. He talks about um, our father, which art in heaven, which means you acknowledge that God is holy. He's in heaven and you're on earth. You have to understand that God is holy. There's no one above him and there's no one that can remove him. He's all power, almighty, all seeing God. It says, let your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You're praying for God's will to be done in you on earth as in as the order of it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. You're asking him to give you what you need for today. Some people worry about next week, tomorrow. He says, don't do that. He said, but when you pray this prayer and you pray it with faith and you pray it from your heart, knowing who you're praying to, which is God, our father, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the creator of heaven and earth. When you're praying this, you're saying, father, provide for me what I need today. If he say you need just a bottle of water, then that's what you need. If he say you need to solve some problems for some people, then that's what you need. If he said, Hey, you need to be a little kinder today. Then that's what you need. If he says, I need to show you who's around you and you need to understand that, um that's what he needs to show you so show you and providing for you and everything your entire life is a daily connection with god and he says, as you need, whatever you need, which is food, provision, uh, whatever it is that you need, he will provide it daily. Not the way you think he should provide it, but what he thinks you're in need of. Understand that. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Now, Jesus tells us that you can't be forgiven unless you forgive those that have sinned against you. Um, Depths also comes under... Um, Maybe you have loaned someone something or they owe you something or did something to you um, and you feel like they have to do this or do that. He said, forgive people so that you can be forgiven because there's no one walking in this life that has not offended or sinned against someone. And that includes God. So if you want God to forgive you of your sins, guess what? You must truly forgive others of their sins. um." And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. So when you pray this prayer, you're asking God to give you a way out always. So if you have wrong friends, wrong people that that's that's leading you astray, out of the will of God, oh, let's go to this party, or let's go to this dinner, or, you know, this guy likes you, or this this girl likes you, um, or, you know, you're on your job, and you entertaining certain relationships that you know is not befitting of a man or woman, of God, um, or interfering in someone else's life, or someone else's marriage, um, you're asking God to be, help you to be wise to his Holy Spirit, that you will understand, you know what, I don't want to sin. I need your help. Keep me, God. Lead me out of every trap the enemy has set for me because that's what's going on daily, right? You ask, you ask him to deliver you from the evil one, which is Satan. So he will all as long as you stay close to him, he'll help you do that. And yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And that means that because I'm yours, Lord, you can't pray and say and go and do your own thing. You're sleeping around, you're talking, filth. you're texting, sexting um, pictures and different things. Um, knowing that's that's not pleasing to God. You're in control of your own life, so why does God need to do anything for you? You said that you created yourself, you can do what you want to do, and so why does God need to do anything for you? And that's what he's saying. God is not a God that bends to you. You pray that you come in alignment with his will, it's not the other way around. So I hope you understand this prayer. is not, oh, I'm gonna say this prayer that I'm get up, I'm gonna go lie, I'm gonna go gossip, I'm gonna go do this, and I'm good. You're still not in the will of God. And therefore, there's things that will follow with those choices you make. Every choice you make to break his commandment comes with consequences. Um, 14 says, we're in Matthew chapter 6, by the way. um, For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. People think that when you forgive someone, they should be around you, you should be talking to them, you should have a relationship with them. If I forgive you of something you've done to me, um, or you repeated that thing, even if you did it one time, the most important thing, I have to go to God and say, Father, does this person belong to you? Because this person is doing this behavior. And if this person does not belong to God, then I, it's easier for me to say no. I I forgive you, but my Bible tells me I'm not to be around you. My father tells me I'm not to be around you. And I don't have anything against you. You be blessed, but I just don't want to have anything to do with you. And a lot of us find that hard because when people do things, we feel like, oh, well, uh, I hear a lot of people say, oh, they're family or they're this. Yeah, you are. uh, As far as the flesh part, Jesus said, Um, When he was on the cross, he said, he told um, his mother, behold your son, and son, behold your mother. He says, who is my family? My family are those that obey God. God says, anything you give up for me, mother, father, sister, brother, anything you gave up for me, I will give it back to you in this life. So you have to understand that when you choose to, when you're making this choice, Lord, I'm going to listen to you. Lord, I'm going to walk with you. Lord, I want you to guide me. And daily you start falling in love, in love. Like you, I'm going to say walk, falling in love. I'm going to say walk in love. Falling means you can get back up. I'm gonna say walk in love with God and you, you start seeing, man, God really loves me. Even when I wasn't nice, even when I don't love myself, God loves me and he cares about me. And you, you, the more you study, the more you talk to God and you trust him, the more you get to know his character and the more he starts guiding you, the more he starts leading you into his purpose for your life. And the one thing I love about God that he does a lot of is he, He grounds your relationship with him so that you're dependent on him, so that you understand that's my love that you need to understand. I'm here. And he is a jealous God. You can't love anyone more than you love God. He he doesn't play that. He wants to be the first person, the last person, the driver. He wants to be everything to you. And I'm telling you, as a, a woman of God, it's worth it. It's worth it so much that when you come under persecution, I'm not going to say you don't feel it. You do feel it, but you you're so used to being close to God that he's like your best friend. He's the one you tell everything to. And so when I go through persecution, I always talk to God about it. I know he knows it, but I choose to talk to him about it because we have a relationship. And when you have a relationship with someone, you talk to them. Um, about everything. And you listen to them talk back to you and vice versa. So um, the one thing I love about him is how he helps you through your pain. You don't understand why people do what they do. You don't understand why people are so evil and mean. But what you do understand is that God has a purpose for everything, both good and bad. And the one thing I've learned through going through adversity and people that comes against you, and the devil will use the closest people to you to do that. So it's very important if you're a woman or a man of God, and I mean prophets, that you be close to God and not let people be that close to you. That way, that eliminates that threat, period. And that's what God's been talking to. That's what God has been talking to uh, me about. Um, You can't put family, children, anybody above God, period. God is God and that's it. He wants to be the first, the last, and everything in your eyes, because you're you're that to him. And he's deserving of that. Look at all he's done to bring you back to him. You understand? He loves us so much that the enemy hates us. You think you think you have a you have a mind to, oh well I'm gonna do this, or oh I'ma say this, or I'm gonna go this way, or I'm gonna do that, and you think that's freedom? That's not freedom. The enemy hates you, that's why he's doing that. And the reason he does that is so that you understand, hey, um, God loves you so much. He replaced you guys with, with, he replaced me, he replaced you guys with me. And he, you're, you're his eyeball. And I don't like that, but he can't touch it. He can only seduce you out of it. And the quicker you realize that the more, uh, the more discerning you're going to have, the more your spiritual eyes will be open, the more spiritual strength you'll have. And the more you understand, sometimes The person that loves you the most seems to be the hardest on you. And that's something people don't understand. God loves you so much, but God is holy and he's a God of order. So he he can't love you and then allow you to make him look like he's the one that you're leading him. Because that's not God. God doesn't need any of us. He said he don't need us to get up and say thank you. He'll let the rocks do it. That's how valuable you are. So when you realize how much love he he put into to to you in to give up his only son to give you another chance take it seriously. And when you look around the world and you see like man there's so much stuff going on and like even the church will take a shaking not the real church but the ones that have been playing church. You understand what I'm saying? And and Jesus is our only person we look to. We give people proper respect that's in places that God put them. But they're not our God. God is our God. And that's that. I, I always tell the people that I minister to, I say, if someone has the ability to build you up, that's not safe. They also have the ability to tear you down. So when you, say, when you hear people telling you, you look good, you do this, you're such a kind person, you're this, you're that, you're that, don't take those things seriously. Keep your mouth shut and walk away. Because the same, listen to me. They praised Jesus one day and they were the same people that say crucify him. So my, my word that I leave for you today. Repent. Repentance means you're going to change your heart. You're going to change the, what you're doing. You're going to go back to those people you've hurt. You're going to say you're sorry. Whatever it is. If you're someone and you're messing around in someone's home, you're messing in somebody's marriage, read your Old Testament. There's nothing good that's coming from it. It's curses after curses that come after you because it's not that person you're messing with. It's God's word. When you see people are jumping up and they're allowing those things to happen and they're, oh, well, they like me better than they like you. And they're getting people's marriage and they're getting people's home. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You're, 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 you're cheating yourself because you didn't come against that spouse. You came against God. Because God is the one that said it. And no one can stand against God. You are like a speck of sand to God. Repent. Ask God for forgiveness. Ask that person for forgiveness. Expose that spouse. Whoever is doing it. And let them know. God is not playing with you. It's time to turn around. And that's that. Amen. I pray this word. Stays in your heart. I pray that. You get up today the next hour the next second as much as God has given you strength and help to get up and go out and help someone else advise someone else the right way get more people back into the kingdom of heaven that they will make it to heaven and don't encourage them to go to hell because that road is easy to walk in there it's harder for this one Because there's things we are not to be doing. And there's things we are not to be saying. And you're never going to understand that until you have a relationship with God. So if you're listening to this right now, I pray it finds you where it's needed. I I don't want anything with numbers with anybody. I want it to go to where it's needed. If we get one person, Holy Spirit and I when I say we, to... Turn back and make it to heaven and realize that God loves you so much. He loves you so much. This war that's going on in the spiritual realm, it's not about, it's not about you. It's about God loves you. It's been going on before you existed. And it's going to keep going on after you don't exist. Because it's something, it's being right and wrong, wrong, light and darkness, evil and good. And it exists. We would like to turn our head and say it don't, but it does. It, do, it does exist we are not to did did you know something that the lord taught me when you pass judgment on people based on their color and their, their 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 like the way their culture and stuff like that do you know you try to take you actually go and you try to sit on God's throne he's the one that created the entire people on this earth like that He's the one that separated them with different languages. So think about if no matter where we're from, but we're, we come from the human race, if we will unite and love each other. And I, and I understand there's people that does wicked things and they have wicked spirit. But the power of prayer is more powerful than the power of evil. And the power of love is that also. So let's start with you today. Ask God to show you every day an opportunity that you can show that God is present in your life by being kind. Maybe someone is at the register. They don't have enough money. Maybe someone is crying. Maybe you see someone every day you see a homeless person that's hungry or they don't have a jacket or they don't have a shoe. What is it that you ignore every day that's right in front of your face but you say you know God? Amen. If someone is angry, would you sit and talk to them? Just give them time to say, hey, what's wrong? Can we talk about it? I pray that this message finds you. Father, I thank you for the anointing. I thank you for your Holy Spirit. I thank you for your angels that's presence. I thank you for listening to me because I am nothing, Lord. I thank you for your mercy and your grace. I thank you for all you've entrusted to me. I thank you for being my father, being my mother, being my everything. Because you are my everything, God. I can't see myself without you. And I don't want to. I love you, Lord, with my whole heart. And I know you love me so much. Give me strength to keep telling people how much you love them. And why the battle is so strong. And I give you glory and honor. I seal this prayer with the blood of Jesus Christ. In Jesus name we pray. Remember Jesus loves you. God the Father loves you. And the Holy Spirit loves you. All you got to do is make up in your mind and your heart. Go in your room. Close the door. Wherever you are in your car. Just talk to him from your heart. And that's how it starts. Be honest. Speak from your heart. If you're angry, say, Lord, I'm angry. Lord, why is this or why is that? And he'll talk back to you. Don't ever forget to humble yourself and ask for forgiveness for your sins. Amen. This is Prophetess Beverly. I love you with the love of Jesus Christ because I can't love you with any other love. Be blessed. Amen and amen.